as Jeremiah Clark emphasized last week, the believer's heart attitude is vital to the way he thinks, speaks, and acts. The heart is who a person truly is before God, and the heart is what will eventually be revealed. This week, Cody Bill studies specific attitudes every Christian should develop toward God in this series entitled Heart Attitudes. Good morning. Welcome back to Walk Talks. Glad to have you with us again this morning. Just continuing our study and brief look into our heart attitudes. Yesterday, we defined what a heart attitude is and talked about how the attitude is a predisposed feeling or a predisposed thought process about a certain thing or someone. And we defined what a heart attitude is. And today, we're going to look at our first heart attitude. And again, I hope you understand this is such a brief view. There are so many scriptures that we could just sit here and read probably for hours, defining different heart attitudes. But today, we're specifically going to look briefly at our heart attitude toward God and who He is. And I'm going to use just one passage of Scripture that is, the, that is going to be our, our main passage that we look at, and that is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It's one of my favorite passages in Scripture. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, "'Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding.'" In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall bring it to pass. And what a, what a great passage, and it applies so many different ways. But today, I'm going to use it in, in just our, our heart attitude towards God, our predisposed feeling about who God is to us. And so if I'm going to look at it from that way, let's just break down the verse. It says, to trust God with all of my heart. Complete trust, 100%. Who in your life do you completely trust? That's quite a question. I have that, that circle for me is pretty small because there are many people in our life that we, we are acquainted with or we say, oh, I know that guy, but I don't really know him. I don't completely trust him. I wouldn't go to him for counsel. But for God, it says that we are to completely trust him. We are to um, have confidence in him. What gives me confidence in somebody that I trust? Well, I need to know them really, 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 really well. For me to know God, I need to know him really, really well. I need to know that he is trustworthy, and he is. Uh, he is completely trustworthy. So for me to trust completely in God, that's the first part of the heart attitude. And then the second part of that heart attitude is that I trust God so much that I recognize, as it says there in verse 5, that I do not trust myself. I don't lean on my own understanding. And that's counterintuitive. Uh, in our lives, I don't know about you, but in my life, I like to solve my own problems. There's a sense of satisfaction in solving problems. Here at camp, uh, I'm the maintenance guy. I fix things. And I, I really like to figure out the problem, and I like to fix the problem. I like to solve the problem. I like to think through the mechanics of how something works, and I like to delve into it, go, okay, now that I understand the process, oh, yeah, here's the problem right here. That, that'll fix it, and I fix it, and there's this great sense of satisfaction. 
Well, in my life, I like to do that too. I like to have my fingers all involved in it and go, okay, yeah, I'm going to figure this out. And I fail to trust God with it. I, I start looking for the solution. I start coming up and my heart attitude is wrong. Why? Because I lean on myself, my understanding, and I quit trusting God. I mean, we could look at scriptures all throughout the Bible that that speak to that, that we watch the examples of men in scripture of how either A, they trusted God completely and it worked wonderfully, or they began to trust God and then they took their eyes off God and began to trust themselves and it didn't work out so well. Or guys who just didn't trust God to start with and it really didn't work out well. So, so first part of the heart attitude, I've got to trust God 100%. I trusted him with all of my heart. Then in the second part of verse five, I don't lean on my understanding or think that I've got it under control. And then verse six follows up with another, another part of that hard attitude. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. What does that mean? We say that verse so many times quoting it. What does that mean? In all my ways, acknowledge him. What does that English word acknowledge mean? Well, for me, if one of my, my kids back when they were younger, when they were small, four, five, six years old, I'm standing at church talking to somebody, another adult, and one of my kids comes up and taps me on the leg or taps or pulls, pulls up my pocket and says, hey, dad, hey, dad, hey, dad. And you turn around and you recognize that person, that child. And I turn around and I look at one of my kids and go, yes, what do you need? At that moment, I have acknowledged them. I've turned and I've recognized them. And that in its base form is that kind of that word acknowledge. So part of this goes to an acknowledgement of God in all areas of my life. So what does it mean to, what do I need to recognize God as? Like when I turn this as to acknowledge God, it's just not that I acknowledge that he's there. Oh, hi, God. oh, there you are. Yeah, I see you, God. I see, I see that. No, it is to recognize him as some certain things in my life. So I jotted down just a, a short list. Uh, one, I acknowledge him or recognize him as my creator, as my supreme authority, as the sovereign ruler of my life, as a providential God who is at work in my life, working out circumstances and working out uh, events in my life for my good and his glory. He is my heavenly father. Uh, his son is my savior. His Holy Spirit is my comforter. There are so many ways that I need to acknowledge God. And when I begin to acknowledge God or recognize God as these things in my life, guess what? It's all encompassing on my life. It is that I trust God with all my heart. I don't lean on my own understanding. In all my ways, I am acknowledging or recognizing who he is in my life. He is all in all. But that word acknowledge takes on even a further definition that word acknowledge is not just to recognize. It actually has the word knowledge in it. And that means that I need to have a knowledge of God, an understanding, a knowledge of who he is, a knowledge of his mind, a knowledge of his will for, his will for my life. That takes it to another level. It's not just a recognition of, oh, I see that. It's no, I know this. I know God. I know God well enough that I know what he's thinking about this area. To have such an intimate knowledge of who God is that, that I know his will and his heart on issues of life. I need to know him in a way that I am trusting him in my direction in life and that he is, and, and that he is going to lead the way I think, and he is going to lead 
the best way, even when I think I know best. So what is it? So what is the promise in all of that? Well, it comes in the last part of verse, verse number six. And it says, if I will trust in God with all of my heart and I will not lean on my own understanding and in all of my ways, I will acknowledge, which means to recognize or know God's will about things, about know God so well that I know how he's going to think. Then it says, he will direct the path. What a promise. That's my heart attitude. My heart attitude needs to be that, nope, I am not going to trust myself here. I am going to choose to trust God completely, and I am going to get to know God so well that I know how he's thinking. When I think about that, I go back to an earthly illustration in my life that I was thinking about. When I was working for a construction company or working for um, an individual who was in the building trades, my boss, I would try to get to know how he thought. Because if I knew how he thought, if I, if I got to know how he thinks, then I could anticipate what tool or what he was going to say about a certain thing, how he was going to want that wall built, how he was going to want that window framed out. How did I do that? Well, I had to observe and I had to watch and I had to be involved in watching him and learning about him and how he thought. And once I got to where I could anticipate his next move, I could be ahead of the game, handing him the right tool, knowing how he was going to want something something done. I wouldn't even have to ask. I would already know what his thoughts were. If I want to know how to best please God and how to have a right heart attitude toward God, I need to get a knowledge of God and who he is and a knowledge of me and how I, how I compare to that God. And it will give me a right heart attitude toward my God so that I can acknowledge him in every area of my life as who he really is. Hopefully this has been a help. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow on Walk Talks. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we talk about further heart attitudes, even tomorrow as we talk about a heart attitude towards your word, Lord, help us to understand that our hearts really are the key and really first and foremost, it's a right heart attitude toward who you are. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for being part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media to get sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ. Thank you.